Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind. I'm Brian McCallan. CNN, the cable news network, reports that blind accomplished marimba soloist Kyung Ho Jeon became interested in music at an early age. Percussion captivated Kyung Ho Jeon and he eventually became a skilled marimba soloist. But Kyung Ho Jeon's blindness still made it difficult to play with an orchestra. So Kyung Ho looked to Rolf Gelhar and his son Vahakin Matosian, the founders of the organization called Human Instruments. Human Instruments creates musical technology in partnership with physically disabled individuals. Kyung Ho, Vahakin, and Rolf teamed up to create the haptic baton. Kyung Ho and Vahakin are here to tell us about the new invention and adaptive music technology. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hello. So, everyone, tell us all about yourselves. So, uh, me first. And okay. Hello, I'm Kyung Ho Jeon from South Korea. Uh, I'm a percussionist and marimba soloist. Hi, I'm Vahakan Matasian from London in England, and I am a musical instrument maker and designer and musician. And we create musical instruments with people with physical disabilities. Wonderful. So, Kyung Ho, when you were little, yeah. you had the dream of playing in the orchestra. But your teachers, they were concerned that it could be too difficult. Why was that? Mainly because I cannot see a conductor's movement and I have to shift my spot and play various instruments as a percussionist, which is not an easy job for me. That's what they were worried about me. We cannot see others' movement, which makes it harder for us to make harmony. Every time we can play, the size and echo of a concert hall are different, which makes speed of sound delivery vary. So usually, players watch each other, but blind musicians only ready on sound. So. We can make mistakes sometimes if we just ready on sound we hear. Because you were blind and yeah. you couldn't see the conductor's movements and follow yeah. their cues. Were you you must have been disappointed about this. I mean, <laughs> is this what kept you from pursuing your dreams? Yeah, sure. Uh I was very disappointed about their opinion. But I could not give up because I loved the sounds that the instruments make. Also, there was a great teacher who guided to becoming an artist. Thanks to his help, I could go on and keep pursuing my dream. But, but this didn't keep you from pursuing those musical dreams. You became interested in music, as I mentioned earlier, at an early age. And this was because yeah. you could connect yeah. the sounds of nature and yeah. tonal colors together. Tell yeah. us about that. I can barely remember, but my mother told me when I was a kid that I used to play with sound of laundry motion. 
It had its own rhythm and interval, and I used to knock a table to make music with it. Basically, I used to focus on sound a lot so I could feel the sound that things make. How did you become interested in that percussion and eventually become that mimba soloist that you wanted to be? I had a chance to listen to orchestra music from a CD when I was a middle school student, and I was captivated by the drum sound. So I tried to get other CDs and listen to more music. I really loved the percussion sound from the CDs and wanted to play percussion, but everyone said it's impossible. That's, I met the teacher, he suggested me to try marimba first, and I liked it. I also learned all the other percussion, but focused on the marimba, and decided to be a marimba soloist. When you were upset about the difficulty playing with that orchestra, you started to visualize the movement of the conductors. A couple of years ago, you came to Hawken and his father, Rolf, create the haptic baton. Bahakin, what is the haptic baton? The haptic baton is a system. It's like a family of objects. And essentially, it's a baton the conductor holds, as any other baton. And when they move their hand, the movement is transformed into a vibration. And every player in the orchestra or in the group is wearing some wristbands or some ankle bracelets. And in these bracelets and bands are these tiny vibration devices which vibrate in sympathy with the movement of the conductor's hands. So it literally converts the movement of the conductor's hand, the beat of the music and the intensity into these vibrational waves that the player feels. So when the conductor beats the time, the player feels the time. And if the conductor beats staccato or legato, or in layman terms, short, sharp, or long and smooth, these different kinds of feelings can be felt by the player. So how are these vibrations transmitted and interpreted by the blind person? Well, the interesting thing about the baton is really, we set up a direct connection from the conductor's hand to the player's body. It's quite an intimate connection. And we don't actually decide ourselves what means what. It's actually down to the conductor and the players. So when witnessing rehearsals, we see and we hear the conductor converse with the players and together they find a language themselves, which represents the timing and the movement and the expression of the music. Basically, when the player feels a beat, it will mean something. And there has to be a a contract between the, the conductor and the player as to what that means. How many beats before this happens? How many beats before that happens? What, what does the smooth feeling feel like? What does the sharp feeling feel like? And together they, they decide what this language really is. So the vibrations, they're transmitted. You don't need any wires. And the vibrations are transmitted to receivers that Kyung Ho wears on both his ankles and wrists, just as we talked about. How do you feel these vibrations, Kyung Ho? I can feel various beats that the conductor makes, such as 
tempo and piano forte, crescendo di crescendo, smoothness, strong beats, like a dynamic. So after feeling those elements from the conductor, I could apply it to playing percussion. Bakken, how do you hope the haptic baton is going to help blind and visually impaired musicians join the orchestras if they wish? Well, currently, there's a number of things facing uh, blind and visually impaired musicians who want to join the orchestra. And actually, seeing the conductor is only one of them. It's a barrier which means that in, in a normal scenario, the visually impaired player has to wait for the in-breath of the conductor. It's a simple sniff before the piece begins. And in a big concert hall, that simply isn't the easiest thing to listen for, especially when you have an audience shuffling their feet, etc. Now, the haptic baton removes one barrier, which is a connection to the conductor. It's not the only barrier. Many orchestras have other barriers to visually impaired players, some of which is the time allowed to prepare a piece. Um, and there are also other, um, maybe we could say prejudices against certain uh, members of, of the musical community who may not even be given a chance simply because of their blindness. So the haptic baton removes one major barrier, but we're not going to pretend that it's the band-aid that fixes absolutely everything in equality, especially towards visually impaired musicians. Kyung-ho, what else has this new special baton allowed for you to do? It gave me potential and made me keep on pursuing my dream. Now that I have the baton, I can have a conversion with multiple conductors in Korea. And we can have a many many tests and look for a chance to join orchestras. Fabulous. Yeah. Bahakin, your organization Human Instruments, you and Kyung Ho and Human Instruments all work together to design the haptic baton. Tell us about your organization and if there's any other technology that you've created to assist the blind and visually impaired. Human Instruments was really founded by myself and my father, Rolf Gelhar, who sadly passed away about 18 months ago. We were working together along with the British Para Orchestra, which is an amazing orchestra of, of uh, disabled musicians run by Charles Hazelwood. And we were there supporting Clarence Adu, who was playing an instrument called Headspace which was a technological instrument my father had invented. Clarence was um, Clarence is a, is a, was a trumpet player and suffered a car accident and became tetraplegic and really wanted to continue playing, but he couldn't blow his horn anymore. So my father developed the device for him. And we were there as part of the power orchestra, essentially doing tech support, helping run the more technological sides of the orchestra players. And through rehearsals and concerts, we really recognized that there was no professional, well-built, available, affordable music technology for anyone to play with a severe disability, whether it's blindness or, or any kind. There was a, a huge lack of advancement in this area. 
you can find modified instruments and for a fair amount of money you can find a craftsperson to modify a saxophone or a flute for you but really that's not what everyone wants to do um and it presents its own difficulties not just financial so we took it upon ourselves to start research talking to players with disabilities and to try to find out what kind of things would be useful um and we began developing technology we made something in collaboration with a company called Bear Conductive which is called Touchcord and Touchcord is two essentially wooden panels which can be positioned in anywhere using uh, an armature and when you touch different parts of these boards and blow into a mouthpiece you play digital notes coming out of a computer which could be any any instrument at all and then when you combine two different key presses you can play chords and really what it does is it means someone can play chords and melodies without having to learn a very very complicated set of music theory rules and they can then play with the dynamic of a breath instrument which sets us apart from the iPad style instruments that exist which often only allow for a certain kind of volume or expression and that's just one of the things we've made so far but that's not for visually impaired people this was really one of our our foray into the into the world of visual impairment although there are some designs on the drawing board about running vibrations through a piano an electric piano so that the player could feel the resonance of each key throughout the keybed of a piano but that really is a work in progress currently these are great products everyone this is be a little more specifically for you, Bahakan. But how can our listeners learn more about the haptic baton and human instruments? Well, we do have a website. It's humaninstruments.co.uk. But also, there's another really wonderful radio show about uh, the haptic baton, which went out on the World Service. So if you search in the studio on the BBC World Service, you can find almost an hour-long in-depth story with which took place live uh, during the concert testing for the Baton. And it really is an immersive piece by a wonderful journalist called Zoe Cormier. So uh, I, I, I very recommend that you, you listen to the World Service piece in the studio or search Haptic Baton on the BBC World Service. It's a great place to start. Hey, the BBC is one of my favorite networks for news and shows, so I, I will have to check it out and put it on the speaking out for the blind.weebly.com site for our listeners to also hear. All right, everybody. Is there anything else you all would like to add? First of all, I want to tell to my friend Bahakan, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. My goal is... Uh... I want to play with normal orchestra. Moreover, uh, if it's possible, I really want to join American orchestras and European orchestras in the future using this button. Uh, and I want to help Baha Khan's work. Also, I hope many other blind musicians can join orchestras and enjoy their musical career. Thank you. Hey, thank you, Kyung Ho. Listen, listen, just continue to follow your musical dreams, my friend.
and everything's going to be great. Bahakin, we hope that the haptic baton is going to continue to help the blind follow those musical passions they want to follow in life. Thanks so much for joining us today, everybody. Thank you. Oh, could I add that it's a little known secret that that Kyung Ho actually became interested in uh, training to become a conductor. And that was because during our research that we did together, we visited a conductor and we got to have an in-depth few hours workshop of what a conductor was doing and what the language of conducting was. And that maybe, Kyung Ho, you can talk about your interest in conducting. I did know about many conductors, if they have a concert and conducting. I thought mainly they will give just only their speech to orchestra members in the concert. So orchestra members will be followed just the conductor's beats, just only beats. I couldn't see a conducting, I couldn't see a conductor motions. So I thought just only beats is important. Really important, I thought. But now I'm researching and running conducting from my teacher. My teacher said me, you should need to have your idea. You should need to have your character, bit feeling and dynamics. So it is really important. It was make a change in my ideas. Also, I thought the baton should be can communicate the blind musicians with conductors. Uh, the blind musicians should can be feeling characters, ideas, more information from the conductors. It is really important and really interesting. This project will be improving, so I think hopefully it can be helpful for this project. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Brian. Thank you very much. Before we go, listeners, I welcome your comments on this program. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website. That's speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. Just look under the list of episodes and show news tab. My new email address is speakout at acbradio.org, and my show archive is at acbradio.org slash speaking dash out dash four dash dash blind. Please note that there is a link located at the top half of the page and below the heading that says Home Speaking Out for the Blind, where you can subscribe to the podcast feed and listen to Speaking Out for the Blind shows, ranging from episode 94 to the present. You may also access the podcast feed at speaking-out-4-blind.pinecast.co. That's all for this edition of Speaking Out for the Blind. Thanks for listening, and remember to speak out. Here at ACB Radio Mainstream, we are always working to improve the quality of our programming. If you have any feedback about anything you have heard here on ACB Radio Mainstream, please let us know by sending an email to support at acbradio.org. That's support at acbradio.org. You are listening to ACB Radio Mainstream, connecting the blind community.
Have you heard? There's a new show on ACB Radio Interactive. This is Jason Castingway inviting you to join me on Artfelt. I will be bringing music to you that stands out, pieces that fill the heart and rouse the body, from symphonies that ring to songs that swing to harmonies that zing. I can make my most fantastic, most fantastic dreams come true. And everything in between. My goal is to take you on a musical safari, leaving you with the satisfaction of a journey well spent. So tune in to ACB Radio Interactive for Artfelt every Tuesday evening from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern, for this is where music echoes the thoughts of the soul. Introducing Sunday Edition with Anthony, a weekly magazine show featuring the movers and shakers of our beloved organization. Topics and news that affect us all, some great roundtable discussions, and of course, a lot of fun. So join me every Sunday at 1 p.m. on ACB Radio Mainstream for Sunday Edition. Tired of the same old survival reality shows that aren't too real? <coughs> then join me, Brian McCallan, on Speaking Out for the Blind. I interview real famous and inspirational blind individuals and other specialists about a real wide variety of topics, providing you with real steps to achieve your dreams. The show airs on Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern on ACB Radio Mainstream East and 8 p.m. Pacific on ACB Radio Mainstream West. You can access the show archive at acbradio.org slash speaking-out-for-the-blind. And if you have any feedback about the show, you may contact me at speakout at acbradio.org. Happy listening! Hi, I'm Donna Brown from Wild Wonderful West Virginia. While the radio waves are terrible in West Virginia, ACB Radio can be accessed in many different ways. Join me in listening to the various programming on ACB Radio. Thank you. This is Doug Powell, member of the Board of Directors, Chair of the Rehabilitation Issues Task Force, and Team Leader for the Information and Peer Support Team. I want to thank you for listening to ACB Radio. ACB Secretary Denise Colley. Good morning. I love listening to ACB Radio. Hello, it's Leslie Spoon from Orlando, Florida. Good morning, ACB Radio. Board member Michael Talley. They love ACB Radio, and I'd strongly encourage you to listen to it. Have a great day. listening to ACB Radio Mainstream. Learn more about us at our website, www.acbradio.org.